Welcome back to Vagina Slims, as usual. Um, my name is Lauren Rose, and I run this thing about every couple of weeks or so. Um, it's actually been so long since I've made one, because I pre-recorded the last one with Courtney Love and Hole and all that stuff. Um, and that was before finals, even, so. Um, yeah, I actually <laughs> I kind of wanted to do a little shout-out on Tumblr. I got a, um, a message from Inner Floss, and they said... I love listening to your podcast. I've been re-listening to all of them lately. Thank you, by the way. <laughs> um, I continue to say, I'm getting so inspired to make art and be creative again. Yes, that's rad. Uh, thank you so much. How do you, or how often do you post them? So yeah, I'm going to say like every couple weeks now instead of every week, because <laughs> clearly like commitment is an issue for me. <laughs> but yeah, every couple weeks we'll do this. Um this winter break was chill the new year came and all that stuff actually so the reason why I was kind of gone was because my aunt died uh which was pretty sad my dad's side and I don't really know a lot of my family over there so that was really strange um I don't know just dealing with all of that but there were some really good chunks little like nuggets that I pulled out of there is actually I was traveling on New Year's Day to uh Illinois to see my family there for the funeral. Um, but we were kind of talking about like life and death and how sometimes it's like really hard to, I don't know, like when somebody dies, you kind of think about them in their last state, especially if they're sick or injured or something like that. Um, and it's really rough, you know, like seeing them in pain, um, and seeing them like on the brink of death and it's hard to remember that they were people before like their disease or their people before their accident or whatever happened you know um and I think it's like when my cousin she was talking about her mom and she was saying like how <laughs> um her mom was like in a wheelchair at one point she was kind of a little bit loopy I don't know uh, <laughs> and she was at the top of the hill and my cousin was like putting her kids away in the van and they were going to go to the bottom of or the top of the hill to like pick her up and um she's putting the kids away and suddenly she sees my aunt like just rolling down the hill in this manual wheelchair just like wind blowing through her hair and she's smiling and literally you know that it was steep it was a steep ass hill and um my cousin was like oh my god my mom's gonna just like plow and she didn't and she survived and that was you know she just did that you know recently actually and then my dad got up and he was saying some words and he was saying how um it was funny that his niece mentioned that because when Sandy my aunt Sandy was a teenager she was always a really aggressive driver and she you know always just always speeding and always just being crazy and fun and um I don't know. I just learned a lot of stuff that I didn't know before. And I don't know. When I think about like the new year, obviously, like we're a little bit into the month already, like practically the end of it. But um, when I think about the new year, I feel like it's so easy to go year by year and make resolutions and all this stuff. But I feel like there's something more eternal that we have to like look forward to. So 
With that being said, I was kind of thinking a lot about some people like Billie Holiday and um, in particular, like the relationship between Lux Lisbon and Trip Fontaine for the Virgin Suicides and kind of, I wanted to dedicate this podcast to those people whose like love has transcended time and, um, and I just want to play some good music, you know, kind of relating to that stuff because I feel like death is always going to be upon us regardless of who you are or what you do. And, um, I just think like the most important thing right now is just to love and like this person said on Tumblr, like to be creative and do art and just kind of enjoy life and luxuriate in life um, while you still can. So, fuck, <laughs> I got really deep. But um, yeah, with that being said, cheers. I hope you guys got your uh, peach schnapps. Uh, cheers to Trip and Lux. And I'm going to play... Um, a song by Billie Holiday. Uh, this is the 1955 recording, and this is called Nice Work If You Can Get It. Enjoy. <laughs> work if you can get it and you can get it if you try strolling with the one boy side side to side nice work if you can get it and you can get it if you try just imagine someone waiting at the cottage door where two hearts become one who could ask for anything more Loving one who loves you and then taking that vow. Nice work if you can get it. And if you get it, won't you tell me how? Thank you. 
at midnight Neath the starry sky Night's work if you can get it You can get it if you try Strolling with the one more And side, side, side Night's work if you can get it And you can get it if you try Just imagine someone Waiting at the cottage door Where two hearts become one Who could ask for anything more Loving one who loves you And then taking that vow Nice work if you can get it And if you get it Oh, won't you tell me Please, please tell me Oh, won't you tell me Welcome back. That was Billie Holiday with the 1955 version of Nice Work, If You Can Get It. Yeah, Billie Holiday is just amazing. Um, I actually only started recently getting into her or listening to her music for some reason, but um, I've learned a lot. And she kind of started out in Harlem doing some small shows here and there and then, you know, just rose to fame and success and was on Columbia Records and... Um, she unfortunately died pretty young. She was like 44, I think. Um, and had some issues with drugs and alcohol and stuff, but she's just amazing. And it was so strange. I like had a dream after I came back from my road trip to Illinois. Um, and it was so weird. I was like on a solo road trip in my dream, which is also kind of inspired by this whole podcast. And I was like supposed to turn right on a road. And that was the directions that my dad gave me. But I was like, fuck it. I like this town that I was in. So I took a left and I ended up going to this weird like saloon kind of place, but it was more of like a speakeasy. Like it was kind of hidden and, um, and inside it was just like full of smoke and cologne and perfume and, um, just like thick red carpet on the ground. And it was so strange, like all these time periods mixed up and Billie Holiday was playing in the background. And yeah, I'm trying to incorporate that dream into my practice and do like some lucid dreaming so I can do more research on it and make an installation or something because it was fantastic but um yeah Billie Holiday is amazing um yeah okay over break I have some things I want to talk about because there's some really awesome um news that I have cinematography news for those who are interested in film and all that stuff um so yeah my friend Tyler and I went to go see Macbeth Justin Kurzel. I'm not sure if that's how you say it. He's a director, but you're watching it and, you know, it's really Macbethy. <laughs> like, I don't know. I was a terrible student in high school. I literally, I think we were supposed to be reading, oh no, no, we were supposed to be reading Hamlet in class my sophomore year. And I picked up Macbeth for, I don't know what reason, I don't know what was going through my head. And I was reading Macbeth for like a week and I'm like, I don't understand. Like, everyone's reading a different thing in class. Like, I must have a different version. But anyways, <laughs> I saw it with Tyler, and it was really great. Um, who's that actress who's in it? Like, Marion Cotillard or something? I can't... Yeah, Cotillard. She was stunning, and has Michael um, Fassbender in it as well. But the main thing that struck me was the cinematography. It kind of has these strange pictorial, like, slow motion, kind of like melancholia, um 
beginning and end parts of like the battle sequences and it's very cinematic i guess is the best word to say it's very all-encompassing and stuff so i realized that the cinematographer was adam arkapa who let me just make sure i don't want to say anything that's wrong okay yeah so adam arkapa is a fantastic cinematographer he did um oh my phone's going off uh (laughs) We're just going to ignore that for now. Sorry, Jack. Um, <laughs> so he did um, True Detective season one, which if you've seen season one, you know, it's super amazing. It really, the cinematography that True Detective did, I feel like really referenced some contemporary photographers such as like Gregory Crudson or Nan Golden, um, Diane Arbus. Like you could put them side to side. I made some Twitter like screen caps if you want to go search for that. Um, but it was just stunning. So I was a fan of his work at that point. Um, and then I saw that he was doing work on The Light Between Oceans, which is Derek C. and France's new film. And Derek C. and France did Blue Valentine with Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams, and also The Place Beyond the Pines, which is one of my favorite films with Ryan Gosling again, um, even Mendez and a bunch of other people who are fantastic, especially those boys, but I won't spoil anything. Um, so I was stoked. I'm like, oh my god, like he's working on this new project with Derek St. France. And I think they filmed it in Australia or New Zealand or someplace around there. And um, it's kind of, it's been completed for a while, but nobody like knows anything about it. I think they filmed it this summer. Um, and Michael Fassbender is going to be in that. So that was like, oh, wow. You know, we were like outside the movie theater and Googling all that stuff because Tyler's a huge Derek St. France stan like we both are in love with him equally um so yeah but that is not it that is not the end of the story so then i realized on um instagram i follow autumn Durald, who she did the cinematography for palo alto which i'm sure a lot of you guys have seen it's super amazing it was beautiful i mean so many references towards you know all the coppolas and also these new i feel like the same thing, like I said about True Detective, it was a lot of referential photography to like Stephen Shore and all that stuff, William Eggleston. Um, so I was just on her Instagram and I know she had a baby on it. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know she had a kid. Another reason why I'm like stalking <laughs> Autumn Gerald pretty much and just like always trying to see what she does is because when I wrote a little thing about Palo Alto on my blog, she like retweeted it and I was just dead. I like running around like oh my god this amazing you know artist just read my work or whatever so there's a name drop for you (laughs) anyway so she had a baby on her instagram i'm like huh like oh i didn't know she had a child and i noticed that she was friends with adam arkapa so i'm like huh like oh they're buddies they probably went to school together or something like that no it turns out that they are married or they're together or something and that is their child so God bless the world for letting these two amazing artists come together and, you know, letting them produce this amazing child that's just going to be full of, like, um, you know, artistic power or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It just made me happy. Like, you, it's just so weird how strange and small the world is. So that's the end of the cinematography talk <laughs> for the podcast. But I thought that some of you would appreciate that. So, Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm going to jump into my next song pretty quick here, not to keep you or anything. Um, 
I had the Forrest Gump soundtrack in my car for a while and the CDs are super scratched and so I never really like played them but recently I just popped them in and on like the first or second CD because there's two of them really great soundtrack by the way um I listened to this song and I had heard it before and like I remember the lyrics from before but I never know I never knew who did it or whatever so um it's called San Francisco by Scott McKenzie and it kind of reminded me of um in the Virgin Suicides how you know the girls would get these pamphlets or these like tours and books delivered to their home and they kind of escape and um visit these places where they hadn't been and I thought that was super sweet and super amazing, you know, especially in the dead of winter when we're all here, like, slowly dying, and we just want to be somewhere else. And so this song really kind of transcends me into that road trip vibe and um, gives me something hopeful to look forward to. So, um, yeah, <laughs> let's just play it. If you're
so that was Scott McKenzie um, with San Francisco. And yeah, I could totally just imagine Lux, like, with her hair blowing in the wind and outside of the car window, like, singing this. So, yeah, super soothing, super just good vibe kind of song. Um, so I'm going to go over to my Tumblr, uh, which is don'tfindmeontheinternet.tumblr.com. You can go ask me stuff there to be on the podcast. Um, let's see. Anonymous said, favorite Beatles song? Um, actually, that's funny, because, so when I was doing the whole road trip thing, I drove back with my brother, and, you know, some radio stations are kind of trash <laughs> recently, especially when you get into, like, the middle of nowhere, it's, like, weird country, like, pop country, and, I don't, no offense to anyone, I, I indulge, um, <laughs> but there's a old Beatles tape um, in my dad's car. I forget what it was called, but it was like only released in the, the UK or something and he ripped it. So, um, there's a song on there called All I've Gotta Do and it's literally blocked everywhere on YouTube. I, maybe I'll play it on the podcast sometime. I'm not sure how that will go over with copyright stuff. Um, but it is on Vimeo. So if you type that in, that's my favorite Beatles song. Um, let's see. Uh, another anonymous user said, hey, Lauren, I recently started listening to your podcast and I'm really loving it. Thank you. Also, I really vibe with your intro song, but I can't really find it anywhere. Is there anywhere I can listen to it? Hope to hear from you. Good vibes and love from Denmark. Shout out to all my Denmark friends. Um, yes, it's called Yellow Days by Percy Faith. Um, let's see. It is kind of hard to find, but it's on YouTube. Um, even if you type in, like, easy listening on YouTube, you'll probably find a bunch of Percy Faith songs. Um, Percy Faith was from Canada, and he was kind of a band leader, kind of composer person. Um, actually, let me Google him, because they have some, I remember when I Googled him once, there's a really good description on Wikipedia. Percy Faith uh, is known for his lush arrangements of pop and Christmas standards. So yeah, super lush. He's often credited with popularizing the easy listening or mood music format. Um, so yeah, it's like a soundtrack. So yeah. Um, Rosie JPEG said, have you seen Foxes? Jodie Foster and Cherie Curry are part of a gang of teenagers in LA in the late 70s. And it's kind of bad, and the ending is a bit weird, but the outfits are so good, and the way it's shot is so 70s. No, I haven't seen that. That's really bad of me, too, because I'm just such a Shuri Curry stan. Um, but I've never seen any of her, like, acting work after The Runaways. So, no, I have to see it, though. I'm surprised I haven't really seen it online or anything. So, yeah. Um, Ice Petal said... I was wondering if you still shoot on film and if you remember what film you used for your old blog post, Life Round Here. Totally love that post. Thank you. Um, gosh, I forget about that stuff that I did. Yes, I do still shoot film. Um, I have a Nikon One Touch, which is just like, um, it's not a disposable point and shoot camera, but it's, it's actually really nice. The flash is really undependable, but, um, yeah. 
so I have that and then I just use Fujifilm uh, you can buy it at Walgreens like a pack of four for I don't know how much um, I think it's under 10 so yep and then I just load up the camera and then shoot it there so yeah it just gets kind of sad because whenever I try to develop it I only have one place now um, unless I want to like send it off with Walgreens and then God knows you know what happens with it so but um yeah Uh, okay, I'm gonna butcher this, but Cerny's Lilac Fever, I think that's right, said, hey, love the podcast, just started my own and mentioned how you inspired me. Oh, awesome. Um, I was wondering, how do you get around copyright issues? Do you just play what you want and keep doing what you're doing until Sony comes for you? Um, (laughs) or do you specifically choose certain tracks? Love what you're doing, keep it up, much love. Um, yeah, I kind of talked about this a couple podcasts ago, but I know a lot of you guys, um, messaged me being like, oh, I want to start a new podcast. Um, how do I do it? Or like, how do I get past copyright stuff? Which is super exciting. And if you ever do make a podcast, like, please send me a link because I'd love to listen to them. Um, but yeah, I typically just don't really play any songs that are, I don't know. It's really a toss up. <laughs> Some songs I feel like can be taken down or maybe one day I'll like wake up and all my podcasts will be gone. But um But yeah, I definitely choose songs that are a little bit older or like less monitored or not by Sony, hopefully. Um But yeah, I mean do what you got to do. I've heard um some other websites are good for hosting um like eight tracks perhaps I, I guess it's just a toss-up just do it out of love and hopefully nobody will come for your ass <laughs> um yeah anyways i think it's time for me to go but um feels good to be back i hope y'all are doing super well especially those who just got into school um i did want to play one last song before i left and this one i feel like i've talked about before on the podcast but i've never played it um it's by charlie rich who is a bootleg version of elvis like way more conservative than elvis and i mean that in the most um appreciative of ways because i feel like he's pretty endearing and i don't know he's cute but um he has a song called rolling with the flow and this winter break when i was away i was really thinking about the song a lot because it's like a song that i want to be played at my funeral um there's there's some lyric um like I've got a lot of crazy friends but they forgive me of my sins and I think that's just so punk rock like you know growing old and doing a bunch of shit but also just like loving and still having your friends around you and having a good time and you know just rolling with the flow so uh yeah I I'm like at that point right now where I'm just like whatever like last semester rolling with the flow we'll see what's in the future and all that jazz so Thanks, guys. Love you. Stay safe. Um, And I'll see you next podcast. Bye. Once was a thought inside my head Before I reached 30, I'd be dead But somehow on and on I go on rolling with the flow Folks said that I would change my mind 
I'd straighten up and do just fine Ah, but I still love rock and roll I keep on rolling with the flow Loves me, yes, I know. So I keep on rolling with the flow. Well, guys, my age are raising kids. But I'm raising hell just like a deer. Get their own. 